brief hiatus that lasted very brief <laughs> five months it wasn't supposed to take that long we promise time is a construct and therefore no time passed it's like we dropped an episode last week how are you i'm doing you know what i i'm okay <laughs> these are tough times <laughs> they are tough times i'm just like a little bit over pretty much existing if we're being honest let's just get right into the nitty-gritty of of how we're feeling because I'm still not feeling good I'm still not feeling good about going out in the world how about you yeah it's a hard time to be a person you know Mm -hmm. we've been at home for so long you fantasize about going back out there and living your life and then you listen to the news or you hop on social media you actually do go out for a nice dinner and you have an interaction with a person and you're like, actually, maybe not. <laughs> I'll stay home. Oh, <laughs> uh, the yeah. And also like now that masks are off when you go to anywhere, it's just like that added level of like, well, just fucking stress. Just it's very, stress. very stressful. Times are uncertain. I, I was. I, was I think about we're going to be uncertain until the day we die. <laughs> That's the thing about time. It's always going to be uncertain. It's so annoying. If it were a little more certain, I would probably feel better. My anxiety wouldn't be nearly this as bad. This episode is about time. <laughs> um. Okay. Something I've been thinking about during our long hiatus. We've been living, laughing, loving, working, spending time with family. Doing I have not projects. seen any family. I'm glad that you have seen family. Oh but my god, I see my family all the time. I, I have not. I have not seen them since like November. So, okay. Well, I've seen my family enough for the both of us. I love that. Something I've been thinking about a lot as I've had some distance from the podcast is my relationship with religion. We ask our guests about this all the time, and now I realized do. without the podcast, I felt quote unquote less Jewish. Ooh. I see that. I do see that. I it's also, so, I yeah, continue. That. Well, no, I'd love to hear like how you felt about that. And if your like feelings about religion or Judaism at all, like had changed without talking. To I do. I do agree. I find that the less that we speak on the podcast and the less that we speak to each other about Judaism or what's going on in mm-hmm. Israel or what's going on just in the world climate uh anything semitically speaking I find the less that I engage with it the less connected I feel which makes sense um right. and because we took so much time off of the pod I definitely have been thinking less about spirituality thinking less about my relationship with Judaism um, with the exception of when I went to Passover Seder, I guess. How was that? That you were back IRL. <laughs> yes. In um, real life. Sorry, I said did, that. Did two seders. One at my friend's mom's house. Shout out to Beth Brisket. Beth, we've we've talked about her every year. Um, amazing brisket, amazing times. And then I went to another seder at my cousin's house in the valley. 
And that was actually not to hijack the conversation, but it was kind of a unique experience because my younger cousin brought over some friends that he knows from college or knows from God knows where, but they were both Native American and they had never been to a Passover Seder before. Um, They were born and raised like outside of Los Angeles, but they asked so many amazing, like thought provoking questions about Seder and just totally brought this other perspective from it. And it was very cool. It is cool to bring outsiders and get their point of view. Similar but different. I brought my boyfriend to Seder. It was his first Seder. What do you think? I think he was a little overwhelmed, to be honest. There were like 35 people there. It's like an hour long service. So you do like the hour long. Yes, it was a very long. People were down to talk. They were analyzing the questions, thinking deeply. And I didn't really prepare him because I wanted to just like see what his natural reaction was. And he grew up Christian, but he's not really religious. And he was saying like, I really like how it's very reflective and you're very like analytical and you're allowed to question things instead of just being told this is the way things are. This is the way they'll always be. And I'm not really going to give you a reason for why we do it, which is kind of like how some other religions are so it was fun to have him there but I definitely felt a little bit of like stress and responsibility of like I gotta like carry this for the both of us and I want to make sure he has a good time and he understands what's going on and enjoys it as much as I do I mean yeah Jack my boyfriend as we know um came with me to the first Seder and on the way there he was like you know I love all the Jewish holidays I just don't like reading from that book (laughs) (laughs) the Haggadah or the Torah yeah yeah the Haggadah um and I don't I don't think it has to do with uh disdain towards Passover rather than uh disdain for speaking in in public I guess yeah he doesn't like being called upon (laughs) I don't blame him I I'm realizing my Hebrew is like slipping a little and I Do you know was like Hebrew? Well, I could read Hebrew obviously. Oh, me when, too. You know, when we were little, but it's not as strong. I'm not saying the prayers as frequently and I feel like ashamed. Okay, bitch, like, did you say prayers frequently beforehand though? I feel like you like have them just memorized. Like you just know them because you say them all the time. Yeah. I yeah, know. I don't I don't know that I've forgotten them. I'm sorry that you feel that way. That's okay. But you also went to Jew camp and yes. they were like hammered into your head. Yes, that's true. And I feel like that's a kind of clutch sometimes when you're in <laughs> so clutch. Just to have that in your back pocket. <laughs> Speaking of Jew camp, my camp, Camp Tawanda, is having a 100-year reunion oh slash my God. Like anniversary. I don't think I'm going, and here's why. Mm. It's on Labor Day weekend, and I just can't make that commitment of being back on the East Coast on Labor Day weekend. It's also, like, costs money. Yeah. And I just, like, don't know. I don't know where I'm going to be at that time. I'm already going to take a trip to Italy. I'm already going to be in New York for, like, some of the early summer. So to go back and forth might be, like, a little much. But it's not a no. It's just not a yes yet. Okay. Well, keep us posted because that would be – absolutely really funny i would love i'm like to. do love i go, go just for the podcast like do i go and do it for the plot on the street for the pod maybe what do you have going on what do i have going on like in terms of summer travel sure well i'm going to 
Kansas City, St. Louis, and Cincinnati, and Columbus, Ohio, in less than a week for the a Midwest belt extravaganza. Of the USA, baby. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so yeah, I don't really need to go anywhere else beyond that. Honestly, that's luxury. That's Truly. those are the, the top three vacation spots for 2022. So yes. I'm excited to knock out some new cities. I've never been to St. Louis. I've never been to Kansas City. Kansas City is supposed to be awesome. Uh, you know, if you've been listening to this pod from a few years back, you know how I feel about St. Louis. Give yes. you a hint, not great. But Kansas City is supposed to be really, really special. I'll report back. Other than that, I don't really have summer travel plans because shit is so expensive right now. It's it's wish, crazy to go anywhere. I know. The amount that I spent on the Italy flight is shameful, like legitimately shameful. You know what? You probably spent about the same amount of money that I paid for my Columbus flights because even to fly (laughs) (laughs) from one city to another city within America, it's just so ridiculous right now. Well, I know. Unfortunately, I have to go to a memorial service uh, in about a week in Atlanta and flights are like over a thousand dollars. Per ticket. That's crazy. Okay, so JC and I were texting about this, and a family member of someone who she loves died. I was like, Well, are you going tomorrow? Are you flying to Atlanta tomorrow? Like, you must be so stressed. Like, what's going on? Like, time is of the essence. Because in Judaism, when someone dies, the funeral happens within days. Like, you have to bury the body, you have to mourn, you have to grieve, and then you sort of move on. This person was not Jewish. So you, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Um, cremation is an option in other religions. And therefore, you can kind of roll with the punches when it comes to having a memorial service or having a funeral and kind of organize it based on what works for the family, which to be quite honest, is kind of nice. That is kind of nice. I think I, that- I get both ways. I get both ways. I, I yeah. You know what? Pros and cons. Pros and cons. Okay. Also, I, I we're covering a lot of ground, but there's so much to talk about. Actually, something that I can finally say because it was announced today. I work for Bandera Entertainment, Mike Judge, Greg Daniels Production Company, and today we announced our Super Jewy project with Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, we are making a holiday special based off the Elders of Helm, the Yiddish folklore tales, and it's going to be really fun. HBO Max coming soon. Thank you. That's like the perfect culmination or marriage of all of your passions and interests. I know. Comedy, Judaism, HBO. It's crazy. That's those really are my three exciting. passions. <laughs> we've we've got a lot of Jewish content on Netflix. We don't have that much Jewish conflict or content on HBO Max. So I'm excited to True. see them spreading the love. Likewise. I cut you off though. Well, I was gonna say something not nearly as exciting or fun. But I'll be the judge of that. (laughs) Something I've been thinking about lately, also, I've been spending a lot of time thinking that really pisses me off about religion is how religious extremism and even not extremism, just religious (sighs) law, has crept into every single aspect of our lives. Yes, I'm talking about abortion. Yes, I'm talking about Roe versus Wade. Roe versus Wade. I'm so pissed off it's so fucked up this is not how religious law is supposed to so fucked up it makes me so angry that basically the united states of america and the supreme court is like i mean i i I could talk about this for hours 
But they're like, Christian law is more important than regular law, which means that, yet again, the Jews are not people. And yet again, there is no separation of church and state. And it's just like absolute blasphemy. Because in Judaism, you can get an abortion. Yes. And I understand if someone doesn't want to get an abortion, they are entitled to their opinions. Don't. You don't have to get one. That's the thing about having your own body and having you be the boss of it. Like, I don't love tattoos on myself that's why i don't have any like you if you want a tattoo dress like you fucking go for it and get after thank it thank you yeah and it won't affect your life you're not going to lose any not sleep lose no. any money or time it just we've got to do something to change it i think it i don't know what it is i think it's doing a lot of things but i just would be remiss if i didn't bring it up because i think really what it comes down to is one uh People being afraid of women or not liking them and wanting to take away their rights and thinking of them as less than, and also religious and moral superiority, which is complete bullshit. Complete bullshit. Say it for the people in the back. Yes. We have to use our platform. (laughs) We have to. Everyone, rise up. (laughs) Did you actually know? (laughs) Wait, what were you going to say? I was going to ask you something, but it had no point. I was going to ask if you went to... Never mind. I cut that. Oh, I want to know. I can edit it out. I was going to say, did you go to any rallies or protests the other weekend for? I did not. I was in Ohio for a wedding. So yeah, I and I knew attend. that. So that's why I stopped asking. Oh. That's did you saying. go to any rallies or protests? No. Oh. I don't like to be in crowds of people, period. That's it's, fair. I just don't do, unless it's a Green Day concert, I'm not going to, <laughs> to something that's going <laughs> to. You know what we need to do? We need to get Green Day to perform at a women's march. Oh, I that way. Second. Yeah, you can show up. Because I will only risk COVID, COVID for Billy Joe Armstrong. <laughs> what, and that makes sense. That's fair. That's, that is fair. Um, <laughs> um, anyway. Anywho. Anywho, um, we wanted to tell you about a podcast that we've been loving lately. And I think you guys will too. And you might even remember these lovely ladies from our previous season, but the podcast is called A Bintle Brief, uh, and it's now back for its second season. The forward turned one of the most historic advice columns into a fun, modern, conversational show. We love the show. Each week, two very different Jewish mothers, Gina Green, a Black writer and movement builder from the South, and Lynn Harris, a comedian, will come together with the forward's archivist, archivist... Mm-hmm. Shanna Pollock to dish on the dilemmas of the Jewish American life, identity, culture, politics, both historical and conversational. And we know that Eventual Brief will become one of your favorite shows. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts. If you listen to our show, it's the perfect companion. Companion pod. Companion pod. Check it um, out. Check it out. Check it. You know what I just thought of? When you were in camp or Hebrew school, did they tell you, like, check it? Like, check it. Vakasha. Hey. Hey. Yeah, of course. W- what a beautiful way to end because it basically means be quiet, shut up, which is. Why have we not been now. closing out on that? I don't this know. whole time. That was so beautiful. Oh, we're, my God. We're going to do that from now on. Jaw my, on the floor. My jaw is on the floor. It's actually on the floor. That's perfect. I'm. Five seasons deep and we never check it, Babaka Shah, anybody. Yeah, I need to check it, Babaka Shah, a lot more. I think everyone. It's kind of funny because it actually sounds like, shut the fuck up. I know it does. <laughs> it works. 
It's like, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, guys. We hope you're enjoying the season so far. Let us know if you have any feedback. DM us, text us, whatever. DM us, text us. Oh, and the other thing we were going to say is the intros. Do you guys like hearing our intros up top? Do you feel like that brought something to the conversation? Do you miss them? Do you want us to bring them back? Are you happy to get right into it? Let us know. Call us, beep us, any way you want to reach us. If you want to page us, it's okay. Whenever you need us, baby, we'll be there. Kim Possible. Um, we need Kim Possible and Ron Stoppable on the pod. In character. I Ron Stoppable. How could you? Wow. I don't know. Okay. Bye. Bye. Check she it, Vavaka Shaw. Hey. <laughs> this podcast has been mastered and mixed by the one and only Josh Fisher. We love you, Josh.